podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Let's go. Let's ride. Let's go. What's up? Um, okay. You know what, Danny? Tell me one thing. What is football without the, the fans? What's, what, 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 what is football without the fans? Just tell me. So it doesn't matter how good of a footballer you are and everything. If the fans don't turn up to the stadiums, they don't buy the, the match, they don't go to the matches, there's no money. There's no football. It doesn't exist. These guys don't have a livelihood. They only they will have a livelihood because of the fans. So the fans is, are, are, are what it's about. So you're doing this fan movement thing, which is a great idea, an amazing idea. You're telling me that you cannot create a situation where the fans you have that have contributed to this platform cannot have a forum with a few legends, a few players. Like, let's just take a, a room and let's just have a few fans in a little round round table with a few legends because that's what happened with us, like, on the day before this thing. Like, on the Sunday, we saw Higita, Pablo Aima. So you can't get Shamaikl van de Ronaldo and us just, just, just for a little back and forth between us and the fans. You can't organize that, really. So when we so we come into the auditorium, while we're way at the back, and me and my guy Drifty. So after the event finishes, we get led out some back alleyway, like <laughs> some bloody ditches. And look, man, I'll be real. Maybe you wanna cut this out. It's it's up to you. We we got treated like like niggers, man. That's what we we we, we felt like we, we both said, look, man, we, we we got treated like trash. So the thing that was pissing me off is that um, what we do is important, Danny. And even more so than that, we love these players. We love them. And look, I even saw your boy Drogba there, but it was so far away. We love our players and everything. But you know what we do is important. This, that we do, this podcast that we do, it's important. And let me even go a step further. It's almost like this, this is why I respect Stephen A. Smith, because he said something very, very true. Like he said that, you know what? My journalistic integrity lost me lots of friends with the, with the players. A lot of players hated me because I told the truth. But you know what? I respect Stephen A. Smith for that because you know what? I don't want. I don't. Why? Okay. Why? Why do I need a, a football friend? It will be cool, but I think my the integrity of what I do as a football commentator analyst I think is much more important than having friends. Some people they like to have the friends, the inside knowledge and everything, and that's all cool. But I feel that I'm confident. I'm confident in my football knowledge. I know that you know your football knowledge. I know all guys know their football knowledge. You know what? I'm willing to say that to you, man, you're trash. If me saying you're trash means I can't get an exclusive with you, so be it. But I have faith in the people. The people on the streets will value my honesty, you know? But just I think just the, the, the theme here is, maybe you can speak on this, is that I think FIFA, they respect the fans, but I don't think they respect the fans enough, and I don't think they see the true value in the fans. I still think that they believe that, that the fans are just riffraff, that shouldn't have any kind of forum or any kind of discourse with um, players, which I think is stupid. By the way, this is the Talking Tactics Podcast. <laughs> My name is Daniel. Uh, have hope. Tell the people <laughs> where they can find you. My, you, can, you, can, you can find me on the street. Man. <laughs> yeah, but this is going to be a cold opening, kind of. You were at the FIFA The Best Awards. So yep. you were in attendance. You didn't get the kind of experience you wanted. Um, How do I... You know, you've got to be, be thankful. You've always got to start with, with thanks. So you've got to be thankful that, hey, man, FIFA, thank you for giving us this opportunity to actually be in attendance and, and everything. But there are two ways you can view it. Some people will be like, oh, my gosh, I'm so thankful. It's so, so amazing. I was allowed to, 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 to be here and everything. And that's when you're just a pure fan. 
I'm not being egotistical here. Me, you, Football Banter Show, Nini, these are different fans. I don't expect someone like a Nini to be happy just to be in, a, in attendance. I expect Nini to be asking some questions to those football players. I'm expecting you to answer to ask some questions to those football players. Because again, it's like, if you look at my platform, and you respect it, my platform, on Nini's platform, like, wait, wait a minute, no. These guys know what they're talk, 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 talking about. When you look at the comments on our podcast, we don't just we, we don't just rant and, and and rave. Guys are like, no, man, no, this is a serious football podcast where these guys really go deep into football commentary. So why the hell can't we have a forum with a player and so forth? So basically, I felt as if FIFA was like, hey, man, these guys will be over the moon just being in attendance. That these guys would be like, so opposite. this is the best thing ever just to be in attendance. Even if they're far away, they'll just be happy. I'm like, nah, man, don't, don't feel just like losers, man. We, we have self-respect. Sorry, man, you may, you may not like it. People may not like it, but these so-called fans, they can have interviews. They can have one-on-ones. Yeah, they, they, they can because they know what they're talking about. Because if you watch their videos, you listen to their podcasts, they know what they're talk, talking about. And look, man, I'll be real. Some of these guys probably have better insight than some of the guys that get paid and that's on, on TV who do get these one-on-ones. But mm-hmm. the industry wants to paint the fan as this emotional, passionate airhead. That's the false narrative. And I'm going to break that narrative. That's, that's my, my, my aim is to break that narrative right now. The fan isn't just a rant and raver who's just happy to be in, in, in attendance 3,000 yards away. That's a certain fan, and I'm, I'm not beef with that kind of fan, but there's another fan who, at the best awards, why can't we have a one-on-one with Modric, Salah, and Ramos, and, 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 my, and my son? Because we know what we're talking about. Mm. I was thinking from your point of view as like FIFA asked you to be a part of their we live football kind of campaign. Mm. And like, so you obviously must appreciate the platform or what the platform you have can do for them Mm. in some way. And then you go to this building that has the greatest collection of football talent in one place in the world. Mm. At one time, there's Drogba, there's Ronaldo, there's Ronaldinho, there's, all the current players, I saw Hazard, I saw Kante, mm. you see Salah, you see Madrid, and we can't talk to them at all? It's fucked up, bro. Listening to you just say that right now, I'm even more pissed off now. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I, don't mean, I don't mean to make you angry, but, you know, obviously I wasn't invited. FIFA, y'all didn't That's give me the ticket, up. so it is what it is. But, That's like, fucked up. yeah, just like you, you, you being in this, breathing the same air as Ronaldo and FIFA kind of gave you the implication that we appreciate what you guys do. Maybe you could set up a fan forum. Maybe that doesn't mean that Half Hope gets to speak to Ronaldo, but some some fan interaction, you know, you pass the mic around, ask one, two questions, and just kind of, even if you don't care, ask, ask some legends, like, who's up to talk with the fans for 10, 15, 20 minutes, you know? You really couldn't give me an ability just to say something to Ronaldo, really? He, <laughs> he's, he's come all the way to London. Ronaldinho has come all the way to London. Ronaldinho is wearing a white hat and jeans. He, he's, he's, he's looking like money. And you really can't give... I mean, you know what? But no, no, no. But you know what? Let's flip it. No, 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 Danny. Let's flip the script. Let us stop over-glorifying our idols. Let's respect our idols, but let's respect ourselves more. Mm. That's the lesson that I'm learning. That's here, yeah, my gosh, I love Ronaldo. Ronaldo's my guy. I love, I love me more. And I'm not going <laughs> to... So, so, so you know, and I 
have respect of my knowledge of four four ball. It's one of those things that you know what, fine. You you know what? Life has a funny way of operating that who knows where who knows whether this podcast can lead. Who knows whether this podcast could be on a on a platform where because that's the key thing is about people. If the streets rock with this podcast because it's real, it's informative. Because this is what I was even saying to the fan movement members that okay, this is good what FIFA are doing, that they're trying to bridge the gap between the, the fans and the players. But I don't see you bridging that gap really. Because if you really want to bridge that gap between you know, the fans and the players, I mean, respect the fans. Put the fans in a room with some of these layer legends and players. Put them in a room. Have a conference specifically for the fans, where fans can sit down, ask some some questions, and be in a forum about football tactics, where 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 football is with referees, with um, um, players that have gone by. If you really care about bridging the gap, but you still want to run it like a corporation where nah, man. These are great people, and you're like you trying to get the ball inside efficient. You don't you don't save lives. You're not a surgeon. You don't teach people. A teacher is greater than a football player. A doctor is greater is greater than a football player. Okay, it teachers, doctors are the greatest people in our society. Those are the guys who you should be idolizing. Okay, so let's not let's not get it twisted. You, you said Ronaldinho was wearing jeans. This reminds me, somebody wanted me to ask you why did you wear jeans to the event. People are like, are they gonna let him in because he has jeans? <laughs> but but you, seriously, it's it's funny that you say that because that speaks to the point I was making. Because basically, we had a directive before we came in, and the directive was that oh, casual drifting made a point. Now, wait a minute, why would the dress code be casual when this is a thing event? Surely it should be black tie, right? And then drifting said that. It's probably casual because they're trying to differentiate us from the main crowd. Oh, okay. So, because we're saying, like, no, mate, if we're really invited into this thing and we're really part of this whole thing, it has to be black tie, suits, black tie, boom. But if you're saying casual, guys can wear jeans, guys can wear trainers. Oh, okay, I see what this is. The fans are just this riffraff from the streets. Put them up in the balcony. Put them to the side. Give them a little wave and whatever. Whatever they have, they've got nothing of use to say. They've got nothing of use to contribute. They're just there to cheer and just see whatever the false narrative. Yeah, I think I think Drifty might have a point there. No, 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 no. He, no, he doesn't have, have a point. He's right. Yeah, it's it's interesting. Uh, how, how did you feel about the the ceremony outside of that? Just like oh, oh no, I, I mean, oh Idris Elba, great host because I think he did this last year. Really, really good host. I mean, funny, good thing, sarcasm, nice pacing. Um, the woman who was doing the translation was trash. Um, so get a woman who can speak English well, Spanish well, and French well. For me, because of that really did, did, did the whole thing. But apart from that, I know Gallagher, oh, very good performance. I mean, like, that guy's voice was amazing. And I think, yeah, it was good. Very, no, it was amazing seeing the goalkeeper who survived the plane crash coming to pre help present that award. That was, uh, that, yeah, that was, like, very emotional. And, yeah, no, 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 it, yeah, it was smooth, went quick, quickly, wasn't overdone. Everything was was good. The, the jokes were on point. Yeah, nice and smooth, nice and smooth. You didn't have a problem with Salah winning the the best goal award? Oh, oh, sorry, we're not getting into awards. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, no, no, that was complete and utter bullcrap. <laughs> but you, you know what? Because this is what I said to Drift. Such a weak goal, man. Like he scored no, 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 better but, ones. No, 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 no. But but look, 
he, a guy's not going to look, look basically, basically where, when Salah came the, before he could set down the amount of photographs that were taken of him literally there was like a massive crowd all around it so you can't not give him some awards I think they thought that you know what he's going he's come all the way here it's a big deal that he's been here he's got such huge fa um, fanfare we know we can't give him the main award to Modric let's give him an award 1000 there's no way in hell he, he should win that best goal award come on no way yeah, I mean, I was thinking, like, you have the Ronaldo bicycle kick. You have oh, the, the Bale one in the Champions League final. You have those ones. But then I, in the back of my mind, I even said this in, like, a, in, in a Twitter group chat. You can't invite someone to your party and not give him anything. No, nah, no, nah, If, nah, if, nah, if nah. he's coming out of his way to come yeah. here and get something, it's it's why Ronaldo didn't show up. It's why Messi didn't show up. You think yeah. I'm going to fly out to London if I'm not going to get an award? Yeah. No, no, no. Because like people say, oh, because they played on Sunday. They wouldn't be able to, to come. But what's it called? I think Real Madrid, oh, so Real Madrid played on on Saturday. I think there was some bad. Did, didn't I was trying to think whether there were any Barcelona players that were there. Any players who played on Sunday who arrived? Oh no, there were no Barcelona players. I'm trying to think, Vidal. No, 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 there weren't. Dembele wasn't there. Mtiti wasn't there. No, 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 there uh, no. Busquets wasn't there. But I don't think they were in any of the teams of the season. So why would you show up? Yes, yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. It was PSG, it was Chelsea, it was Real Madrid, Real Madrid, it was Ronaldo. But obviously, if he's not going to get the most important player award, why show up? Same with Messi. Because mm. they have 12 FIFA Team of the Season awards. There's no point to just go on stage with Idris Elba when I could just chill at my big mansion, right? <laughs> so I, I didn't watch the ceremony. I followed it on Twitter. But Modric is a, is a worthy winner of the... Oh, yeah, for sure, the, for sure. The best? Is this what it was? The best? Is that what the award is called? Yeah, the best. It's such a trash name. Like Ballon d'Or sounds like hmm, I, I can get behind that. Maybe it's just yeah, like yeah, my, yeah. my my French bias or whatever. But uh, I'm just I'm, I'm happy for you that you got to go though. I mean, obviously it wasn't everything that you thought it might be, but like you know, you had better seats than us. <laughs> no, but but baby, no, but no, but the real thing is that you know I can't remember the last time I actually watched a full ceremony. My main thing was I was like, oh my gosh, I really want to see that award ceremony. I mean, no, not really at all. Like for me, it's about okay, who who won the World Cup, who won the Champions League, and everything. Mm. This award thing is not really. I've never really been my thing. Just tell me who was voted the best player, and okay, fine. Let's, yeah, let's, let's you did. So so it's like you went for the chance to maybe talk to a legend. Oh, for sure, yeah. Like my exactly. thing was like, oh no, because this been a position where like we could actually speak to some of the people there and everything. That was my my main thing. Also, if you're FIFA and like these people have done something for you in terms of like propping up your we live football thing, surely you could pay them back in some ways by not by not just giving them a ticket, but like. Hey, you get to talk to Ronaldo and put that on your platform. Play devil's advocate. How hard would it have been for FIFA to organize a group chat with a few legends? See, I'm, I'm bad to play devil's advocate because I'm, I'm on your side completely. Mm. Like, it, it shouldn't be like, oh, the fans should be happy to meet the players. I would think, don't the players want to know what the fans think about them? No, no, but but, but listen to like Modric, like one of the, he, like on his Twitter, he said that this award is for everyone who loves for football everyone and i could just see how happy modric was having the award where he literally he remained on stage taking pictures with everyone trust me modric would have loved to savor every one of the moments and trust me he would have loved to to speak to some real madrid fans to some croatia fans and, and just to some regular fans he would have, he would have loved to, to 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 do that what happens okay what happens if you get someone like obviously people won't know who this is but you will what happens if you get someone like fg and like he gets the microphone and he says 
Yeah, Marjorie, I'm, I'm glad that you won, but really the, the, the award should have gone to Cristiano. First of all, if it happens, it happens. That's just a fan being real, <laughs> and he just responds to it. But second thing, more importantly, is that vetting process. The reason why you got to me is because you've seen my YouTube channel. Right. And you see how I talk about for football, and like you said, I'm a football analyst. That's what I do. The reason why you would get Nini is you see how this guy breaks down football games. So you can judge some because see, see, I can't speak for people who don't have a platform or a YouTube platform or, or so forth. Even a guy that I, I spoke to, one of the fans said that, oh no, he actually was part of a focus group years ago. And that is what actually started this whole fan movement thing. So guys who are part of focus groups have YouTube channels and, and so forth, who know that who know how to speak. Those are guys who say, you know what? We appreciate what you do as a fan and how you speak about football. Let's bring you into this forum and and give you an interaction with some of these these players. Have Have you ever watched a like a presidential town hall debate or maybe? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. One of, of those things where like people have cards. They're obviously mm. vetted. It's their question, but they're mm. reading it off a card, so maybe they don't get nervous or they don't misspeak. Perfect. But, Perfect but obviously, now. it's it's already been vetted by whoever runs the the town Perfect hall or now. the meeting. And you can have a fan like read their question out to this question is for whoever's on the panel that uh, FIFA can get. And like, yeah, you can interact that way. But again, I don't think it should be a case of like, we pass this mic to anybody and then Salah's answering the question and a Ronaldo stand comes up and says, yeah, that goal you scored against Everton wasn't really that good. It wasn't as good as the Ronaldo bicycle kick against Juventus. He might have a point. He's correct. But like, you probably don't want Salah to be asked that question. But but, but see, the the thing about this is that that's what I think I would be fine if it's legends, because if it's a legend, it's gonna be all positive stuff, right? Because because basically on the the day before the, the day before, so on the Sunday, we actually were came to this hotel, and that's where we saw Rene Higita, Pablo Aymar, and the um, Peter Shelton. And all the questions were all about, wow, man. So what's what was it like when you did this, when you did that? Because we're respecting them as a legend within the, the game. And it was a really nice thing. Mm-hmm. You know, it was a nice forum. We're all together. And we just, or each person got like one or two questions. And then, yeah, it was, it was a nice thing. I still asked, why, why couldn't you do that with? Yeah. So, like, is, is Higita really as short as he looks? You know, I don't know. He, he didn't really look that short. He didn't really look, 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 look that short, actually. Hmm. No, he was like basically like average height. Yeah, you always look like really, really tiny on TV. But, you know. <laughs> but yeah, so <laughs> I don't know how we transition. Uh, by the way, uh, we do this every Tuesday. You can follow us on Twitter, Talking Tactics, Instagram, Facebook, Talking Tactics 352. If you're on an Apple device, subscribe. It's free. You know, it doesn't cost. Um, leave a five-star review. We did get a five-star review this week. Um, Black Acre 12 says, one yeah. of the best football podcasts Title says it all, really. Love the tactical analysis Daniel and Carl bring in, and the banter between the hosts is thoroughly entertaining. Hope's confidence in the correctness of his opinions, despite usually being faced with contrary facts, is inspiring. <laughs> but yeah, oh, shout out to Carl, man. Did you watch BBC Two on Thursday oh, at 10? Oh, no, I didn't. No, no, no. It was good, man. It was it was a good little thing about like how football, like basically jersey numbers or shirt numbers, it was really dope, man. Um, so Carl couldn't be here this week, but uh, yeah, that was really dope. I'm I'm proud of him. I'm happy for him. So yeah, shout out to Carl. Shout out to BBC. I guess he'll have pieces coming out soon. So stay on the lookout for that. Uh, where do you want to start, man? Have we talked? No, we've not talked Champions League, have we? I uh, no, I don't think we have. I don't think we have. So Neymar is a bomb. <laughs> I didn't crack a joke, by the way. 
I've I've seen that he's uh, under review for Brick Academy. Yeah, yeah. He's how was that? How was that process of like finding the pitcher and putting him in? Like, <laughs> no, no, no. Come on. After all that preaching I did with PSG, you you go all the way to Anfield and you you, you produce all that, that crap. Come on, man. That was it. Was, that was, it was what the kids call a, a a disaster class. Yeah, man. And it wasn't the, good. And, 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 and the kids are right, man. It's, it was a flipping <laughs> disaster class. Man. Were, were you surprised at how Liverpool approached the game, or was it more what PSG didn't do? That's oh no, no, no. You? I was I was surprised by what PSG didn't do. Like Liverpool, I knew that that's how how they're going to play, but I was surprised by PSG's lack of quality. And how many times they lost the ball, and and the fact that they just lack lack of creativity. Although apparently I heard that um, someone told me that when someone asked Thiago Silva, "Oh, what happened in that game?" he said, "Oh, ask Hen- Henrique." I think Henrique is the football director at PSG. So I think there's this whole thing about that Tuchel didn't actually get his target he wanted in the summer. Mm. I remember, I remember that you had Marquinhos playing in in midfield because Verratti was injured. Even if you have that man, I'm sorry, like. Mbappe didn't have a great game. He did score though, but it wasn't his greatest game. Neymar was trash, man. That guy was trash. <laughs> I mean, PSG, they had a central defender at DM, and they had a known winger in midfield with yep. Di Maria. So that whole midfield three was just not good. Obviously, Verratti not playing is a big miss. But you know, I I I don't like congratulating Liverpool just because of my own biases. But <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm happy that they did well. You know, um, what other games happened? Man City lost to Lyon. I've been trying to tell people about this Lyon team, man. Like, someone told me that if Arsenal played Lyon, that Arsenal would beat them. I was like, do you just not watch the French League or are you just that biased against, like, Lyon? Like, what is it? There's no way that Arsenal would, would beat Lyon, man. No, 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 no way. Fakir, no. Depay, Traore, the, the amount of ballers that are on that team. Like, it's, it's almost like Monaco from two seasons ago. Like, there's no way all of those players are going to be able to stay on that team for too long. Because you, you know how the big boys came and got they got Mbappe, they got Bakayoko, although he wasn't all that. They got Fabinho now, they got Silva, they got Mendy, they got all those players. It's going to be the same thing with Leon. Traore is going to go, Fakir is going to go. Just all those players, man, they're going to be gone. But while they're, you know, together, it's going to be fun to watch, I think. And they're going to give Man City a good run for their money, I think. They're going to challenge PSG? I don't know if they're going to challenge PSG in the league. I think that, that might be a bridge too far. But in terms of that Champions League group, I think they're going to give City a run for their money, especially now that they're three points up. Yeah, I mean, let's see what happens in France. But yeah, I think basically it makes basically, you know what it makes things very interesting. So I mean, do you do you buy the whole Ateta is a roadman and Guardiola <laughs> should have been on the other touchline? Um, I think Arteta was doing whatever Pep Guardiola instructed him to do. Um, and obviously, it coming from. I mean, Guardiola, but remember, like, he, he doesn't know that kind of like reacting to situations. They exactly, just... exactly. Is that that's I was I was about to go down that route. Like, if if Guardiola is on the touchline, he can react to things sooner than maybe like a telephone call or a text yeah. message to get to Arteta, and then he has to read it, instruct. Like, it's a whole lo- it's a longer process to where maybe the changes take three minutes longer, two minutes longer, whatever the case may be. Mm. And football's a fluid game, so you could lose things in translation or whatever. So, yeah, I, I don't think we should be looking at, like, Arteta's now a dead coach because he lost to Lyon. Because, as I said, Lyon's a good team. But if, if Pep was on the on the, on the touch line, maybe it, it's a bit different. Um, Any other big matches? I mean, Cristiano was crying because he got sent off. That was... <laughs> It was only be just that was weird. Okay, so is he crying because he got caught? Is he crying because he might not play against 
Man United, no, although United. I think I it's going to be... Now, is, it, is, it, is, is this a one-game ban or a three-match three ban? You see, to me, I was under the assumption, and so was Cristiano, otherwise he wouldn't have been in tears, hmm. that it was a three-game suspension. Yeah. No, everyone is now saying that, oh, no, it's, it's only one game. I don't know, because I was under the assumption that, you know, violent conduct, straight red card, three-game. But maybe that's just that's like some Premier League thing that's like in my head that I think it's everywhere. I don't know. But, you know, he'd, he'd be lucky. But I think he thought he was out for three games. Otherwise, he wouldn't be in tears if we think the reason is I don't get to play at Old Trafford now. Yeah. So we'll see. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if you wafer. If they change the rules now or just trying to change the standard and it's only one game now just so Cristiano could play in what would be probably one of the biggest group games. We'll see. I'm just looking at these games. United beat Young Boys. They have they have to change that, that name, man. You, you can't be called Young Boys, man. Come on. <laughs> Um, Barcelona white PSG. Oh, what Dem- Dembele's goal? The drag back and the finish, insane man. Messi, insane. Messi's on another level, man. I know every time we bring up Messi with you, it goes to what has he done in international football, winning oh, no, no, the World no, no, Cup no, 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 medal. No, 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 but no. like this, this like, Messi at Barcelona thing, wise, it's insane. Like I, I hold my hands up. Like what he's he's done club wise so far have been absolutely insane. And, and probably the most fun game of the Champions League was probably Inter-Tottenham. Uh, Inter haven't been in the Champions League since, I think, 2011, 2012. That was um, Accardi's first game ever in the Champions League. And to pull that out, pfft, I, I, was, I was watching the two games at once. And then you see Asamoah put in the cross. You're like, where is this going? And then Accardi just bang. And look, man, what is wrong with, 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 with Tottenham, man? I think these, maybe they have something in their, in their DNA. The, the Spursy is a thing, and I guess it's a connotation for like they bottle things. It is what it is, but they they, they bounce back in the week. Um, you know what? Normally I do like prep, but I was watching a movie. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh yeah, how was how was U.S. Marshals, man? It was good. It was good. I, ha- I haven't seen it. I hadn't seen it in a while. But uh, yeah, man, yeah. I've, I've, not, I've not yeah, I've not seen that movie in a long time, man. It's good. It's good. But is, is it as good as the the, the the Fugitive though? Fugitive is the Harrison Ford one, right? Yeah, uh, I don't know. I haven't I haven't watched The Fugitive in a while either. Um, but because you know that's because he won an Oscar for that. Um, Tommy Lee Jones for which one? The Fugitive or yeah, the U.S. Marshals? Yeah. No, the. Like, I mean, U.S. Marshals. I didn't realize they had like Robert Downey Jr., Tommy Lee Jones, Wesley Snipes. Like they had a pretty good cast in that movie. But yeah, all right. I have the fixtures pulled up. So we're we're looking at the Premier League now. Um, Fulham Watford one one. It was actually that was a it was an entertaining one one I guess we could say Burnley bounced back they got four nil against Bournemouth. By the way, Begovic, I think we yeah. talked about this last week, but he said that like they had the best they had a better front three than Liverpool or whatever it was. No, he's not. He's smoking <laughs> crap, smoking crap. And then you and then you lose four 0 to Burnley, so you probably should have kept your mouth shut there, Asmir. Um, Man City blitz Cardiff five nil. Um, not really much to say there other than Riyad Mahrez. Got a couple goals. His first ones, the Gundogan, the Gundogan goal was really good as well. Um, what else happened of note? Liverpool beat their B team. They beat something at the three 0 Manchester United drew with Wolves. I wish Carl was here just to kind of get these Jose Mourinho takes off. But uh, wait, wait, you can't blame Mourinho for that, man. Like that, when you have Lukaku on your team, God can't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> So like even if, if even if God was 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 a coach, he, he couldn't do anything. So it's like if God picks Lukaku to be on his team, isn't it God's fault? Obviously, we we can't ascribe blame to God. Some people would think that's 
blasphemous. If you're saying it's Lukaku's fault that Mourinho's not doing well, but Mourinho wanted Lukaku, or at least it seems as if Lukaku would be a Mourinho kind of player, I don't know if we can necessarily let Mourinho off the hook. Eh. <laughs> I think that's facts. By the way, Wolves, not a bad team. Oh, no, 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 good team. They're a good team. They're... And also, if Traore had maybe passed, they would have won the, the, the game, man. I felt that way about Willian. Well, actually, on replay, I felt that way. But in the game, when I was watching it, like there, Why, there was a game? portion of play uh, in, in Chelsea West Ham mm. where it was maybe like, it was probably the last meaningful action of the game. Jorginho puts a ball over the top. Mm. It goes to Willian. Willian has the chance to square it to Morata. And in the moment, I'm like, shoot it. Like, don't square it to Morata because we know that'll end up being a miss, right? And he shoots it, and it basically goes out for a throw. But then, but then, but then I watched the replay, and I'm like, you probably should have squared that one. Like, it's 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 look 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 look. Let's be real. You can't win a Premier League title with Giro or Morata, man. It's true. It's true. But it, it was just kind of comparable to Traore, who mm. could have maybe passed left or right, but tried to shoot. But can you blame him? Like, if he's not starting when he probably thinks he should be. Oh, no, for sure, for sure. Like, I need to shoot in order to, like, get it into the coach's mind that yeah, yeah, yeah. I because start. If, because if you score that and it's and it's the winner... You're in the team. Yeah. So maybe that was what's in his brain. Who knows? Um, Tottenham did bounce back. They beat Brighton. Harry Kane got a penalty. Lamella scored a pretty decent goal. Yeah, then we talked about West Ham, Chelsea, Arsenal won 2-0. Aubameyang, Lacazette. I mean, it's it's almost like yeah, we've been that, saying this. That Lacazette's goal, man. Wow. <sighs> two two blacks up front, man. What, what, what can you say? <laughs> and the and the code do I York, man? Part two. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 almost like we hadn't been saying like play them together for weeks and weeks and months. Emery finally, like, you know what? That might work. He tries it. And they end up like winning games and scoring goals. So I'm happy for them, man. I'm happy for the players. Obviously, again, like I have biases against Arsenal, but uh, you know. So yeah, I mean, obviously this podcast is a bit weird, given that <laughs> given that Half Hope was at uh, the best awards. So we're gonna try to maybe do this a bit quick and get through these questions. Um, wow, a lot just came through. Okay, thought this is from Pac Mouse. Thoughts on Salah winning the Puskas Award based on fan votes? Um, he shouldn't have won it. How much longer from the only taps will Maurizio Pochettino realistically stay around at Spurs if even once the stadium is restored, he's still restricted in the transfer market? On like it's not going to be long, I think. Levy, he's, I mean, Levy's a fool, man, because Levy is playing with fire because Pochettino is going to leave. And Pochettino is going to, like, leave for a big club because he's a very good manager. Pochettino, you know what? Screw this. If I'm not going to be given the, the the transfers and the money and the players to really boogie on down, man, got it, man. Is Sergio Busquets one of the most underrated holding midfielders over the years? No, I don't he think he's. I, I don't think he's underrated. I think he's Probably. rated exactly where he should be. Yeah, he's like widely regarded as the best defensive midfielder in the world for like the past decade. Yeah, people and even now people still say, "Ah, oh, nah, man, Busquets is the best DM." Even now, they still still argue of him being the best DM. Is this a troll question? Mason Boris, Arsenal low-key title challenges this season? No. Do people really think? Low-key, low no. High-key, no. Medium-key, no. <laughs> I'm not even going to. Why do we justify this? Um, who will be the last team to get a win in the Premier League this season? So who are the winless teams? Newcastle. Oh, yeah. Cardiff. It'll be, it'll be- 
it'll be it'll be Cardiff. It'll be Cardiff. It'll be Cardiff. Yeah, it'll probably be Cardiff. That was from Harry Baudelaire, 24. From Maijan Kuhn. Interesting name. Jesus. <laughs> Do you think that Harry Kane's form is so bad because he scored in August? No, no, no. I think he's maybe tired. He's he's tired. He he just needs needs to rest. I think he's maybe dealing with fatigue, but if he says he's not tired and he's fit, then what the fuck can he do? But look, bro, he, he looks tired, man. He looks tired. Uh, from Gowan69, how many top 25 players ever, based on accomplishments like Ronaldo, not talent, potential like Mbappe, are playing right now? The fuck? What? Okay, okay so, so his basic question is, how many of the top 25 players of all time are playing right now? Well, Messi... Messi, Ronaldo. No. R Ronaldo's going to be regarded as top 25. I know you won't think it, but he's going to be. Okay. So just, so just accept it. Okay. Messi, Noya. Modric. Is Modric top 25 all time? I'm not sure. Nah. I don't have to think of all time. Of all time. Like, all time is a high bar. I think Modric may be like top 40, which is still pretty damn good. I think the certainties for me are Messi, Noya. Know your top 25. Yeah. Because, like, for me, you have to make space for keepers. And for me, yeah, like, okay, basically, look, I mean, okay, okay, I can't really name all the, all the 25, but for me, basically, in my I mind, Messi. I just think Noya. it's Messi. I think it's Messi Ronaldo now that I think about it even more. Like, top 25. Like, do you Noya. know how many footballers there have been? Great Noya. ones. I'm, put, I'm, I'm putting Noya, right, I'm putting Noya right, right in there. Like, it doesn't matter how great they are. You have to I'm, have Noya as, like, one of the top two goalkeepers of all time. And then he is, like I so, said, like, like for, for so me, so it, so, it, so over Oliver Kahn, over Buffon, yes. over the, the who's the Russian guy? Oh, I can't, I can't remember the guy's name. No, for, no, for me, I think that <laughs> like Noya, like just what how he's revolutionized the position, what he's done, the impact he's made as as a keeper. I think it's greater than the impact any other keeper has has made. I feel. I just feel mm -hmm. that just the impact he's made. In the position, I feel that's enough for so you know what? I don't care what the guys are doing in as a defender, attacker. I'm putting him top to 25. You know what? Marcelo, top 25 of all time. Yes, I am willing to take anyone out which need be. So for me, I'm saying Neuer, Marcelo, Messi. It's actually really not that interesting. There's no way Marcelo is top 25 footballers of he all is, time. He is, he is, he is, he is, he is, he is, he is. Oh, okay, and th this said potential as well so do we hit do we think neymar's ever going to be top 25 all time at the rate he's going no mbappe has the potential to get in there guys who i feel are in marcelo messi noya mbappe has a potential name see neymar and mbappe have the potential but for neymar because remember okay how old is he now i think he's 25 or 26 he will need he will need a drastic change like Mbappe isn't even 20 yet. So he's got at least five, six, six years of his peak to go. Whereas for Neymar, you're now 25, 26, 27. You're now getting to that real peak area where you'll now have to now start maturing and, de and, de and declining. Is so, Marcelo even in the top 25 Brazilians? Yeah, 100%. You're reaching with that one, but I know you love I'm it. I'm reaching. So. I told you, like, my, Marcelo's like, go, go footballing ability is insane. I told you. I put Marcelo above Roberto Carlos. I'm a huge Roberto. Like Roberto Carlos is the G. I'm putting him above Roberto Carlos. Like, for me, you are tripping. <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay. Right naming, now, okay, okay. If you want to name the Brazilians, okay, the Brazilians who I feel are better than Marcelo, 
Ronaldo. Ronaldinho. Kaka. No. He's not. <laughs> Kaka is not. Kaka is not. Kaka is not. And I will even double down. Kaka is Kaka was Roberto Carlos, Ronaldo, Ronaldinho. Kaka was always overrated. Okay, so Ronaldo, Rivaldo, Ronaldinho, Romario. Dude, it's everyone we think of, bro. (laughs) No, 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 no. Let's be real. Who else? Ronaldo, Romario, Rivaldo, Ronaldinho. Who else? Do we have to go back to like the fifties? Are we going to talk about Pele? We're going to talk about Garincha. We're going to talk about Socrates. We're going to talk about my my, my son is for me. I'm putting my solo is better. Pele is greater for what he had achieved. Marcelo is better than Pele. Marcelo is better than Garanja. Marcelo is better than Zico. He is. He is. Guys, say which one he is. It's too late, guys. Guys, we're 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 recording this podcast after midnight, so have hope. Obviously, has not slept. He needs to sleep. He hasn't eaten. (laughs) You you can't say on a podcast. You can't be like, yo, I want to ask the footballers anything, and then come out and say Marcelo is a better footballer than Pele. You can't. Like bro. you know what, Danny? We will. We should. We should. We should. We should have this conversation in a. It's separate not a conversation. Part. I'm not going to have this conversation with you. No, 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 no. Because do you know why I, I hate that reaction. You know why I hate that reaction? It seems as if if you say anybody's better than Pele, like what, what, what? No, no, no. What, what? And it's like, wait. You know what? I'm sorry, guys. Let us have a, a conversation. Nobody will ever deny Pele's greatness. That's why it says. As that's why he's a horseman. Because at 17 years old, how many okay? What you did then is amazing. How many World Cups has Pele won? Technically two. No, no, sorry. Technically three, really two. Technically, well, re- really he, he won two. Technically three, because in, in 62 he was injured. Okay. In the group. So so Pele has three World Cup medals. Yeah. Now out of Pele and Marcelo, who was on the pitch during 7-1? You're going to hold that against myself. <laughs> Did you no, see no, no, him no. in that game? But, His positional intelligence was nowhere. <laughs> but, no, 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 no. You see, no, no, no. Our, our, our conversation is about... No Brazilian who was on the pitch during 7-1 can ever be considered top 25 anything. I'm sorry. I don't care. This is a ridiculous conversation. All right. Anyway. um, So who else? Do you think Hazard has potential to be top twenty-five? Probably not. No, no, no. Ka- no look, that's it. That's it. Like, there's because there's no, no, no one else. There's no one else. Let us be real. There's no one else. Top twenty-five all time: Messi, uh, Neuer. I'm gonna throw in my Marcelo. You, you're gonna throw in Cristiano. Fair and enough. Cristiano, of course. So oh, yeah, we we can right. we can talk about Marcelo one way or the other. But it, no. <laughs> uh, most painful moment for you in football from YSO ninety-six. Um, France 98, Nigeria losing to Denmark. It's interesting for me because I don't have really an international connection in that way to where people might feel like Italia 90 or whatever the case may be. Like English people feel really sad about that or you have the Nigeria links. For me, like Canada doesn't go anywhere. I, I, I don't represent America in any kind of way. And, you know, Uganda, like our best generation is like now. <laughs> so I have no idea. And we can't even get into AFCON, really. Or no, we got one point in the last AFCON. So shout out to Uganda. Shout out to the people that listen to Uganda, by the way. Um, so everything is more club football for me. So the two moments that come to mind are obviously losing the Champions League final in 2008 on penalties uh, to Manchester United. But the most painful one, like just thinking back on is obviously, maybe not obviously, but for me is the 2009 Champions League semi-final, second leg, Barcelona. Do you know? Do you know what it was? You know, 
SCM's goal is forgotten. Do you know how good that goal was? It's better than the Iniesta one. Like yeah, no, no, but but people just forget that goal because of just what what Iniesta did. But SCM's goal was insane. That volley, it volley, it hit the crossbar, bounced down, went up. It was an amazing goal. It would have been remembered as probably one of the most the greatest Champions League goal of all time. Maybe if it gets not all time, but it would have been up there in the rankings if Chelsea eventually, especially if they went on to beat who would they have played. Man, Man, Manchester United it would have been a yeah. rematch. Obviously, yeah. that's why they didn't want it to happen. But yeah, if, if they go on to beat Manchester United, you look but at the semi-final goal. It would have been give... up there with the Torres goal. But how the hell did you not give two penalties? <laughs> Those are two blatant penalties. The most painful moment for me ever in football is Michael Ballack strikes the ball. Eto clearly, clearly uses his hand to block the shot. Yeah. Nope. No whistle. Balak is chasing the referee. I'm f- I throw the remote. I break it. I had to pay for it with my own money because uh, <laughs> I was I was 18, and it w- I came back from uh, community college. I was going to community college at the time. Came back, got my drink, got everything set up. Yeah, man, it was that's it's the most painful I think. Um, but you know, I've kind of put that on the back burner when we won in 2012. But yeah, that that for me, man, when that when he didn't blow that fifth one. The, the the Maluda ones dodgy, Drogba dove once, but maybe he was good enough dive for you to call the penalty so people still get on them. But like the Anel- the PK handball from Anelka, Drogba was tackled in the box by I think Abadal, and that Eto one, man, that took it out of me, man. Like I didn't, I didn't want to watch football again. <laughs> I was like, no, I can watch basketball. I don't want to watch the sport, man. <laughs> but it well, didn't last. It didn't I think last, it literally... Because you always, you always feel that referees are impartial and everything, but I think referees are human beings. What? In my opinion, I felt as if he was paid. And then he quit the game, so maybe he got his money in the brown paper bag. And yeah, like, yeah. He, it's not he, worth it. He All speculation. I have no proof. Um, but, yeah, I don't want anybody to come after me. All right. And last question. <laughs> Favorite current players besides Hazard from Marcelo. AJ Cool 16? Uh, Marcelo yeah. and, and and I have like and I've got just like a partiality to Robin or Robin and my Marcelo. Favorite players besides Hazard. Um, I like Pogba. I like Kante. I I, I rep Michi, but it's it's not going great right now. Traore, obviously, that's my son. I don't know. Oh, is that the is that the the internet? Oh, how the hell did you? <laughs> That is insane. <laughs> that is insane. Because do you know do you know what I was you know because I was about to ask you that oh, because I about to like say oh have you heard of, of the incident? How did you? I literally sang, I literally hummed like a second. <laughs> that is that that is no that is crazy. Yeah, man, we've been doing this too long, man. We know each other. We know each other. It's, it's... Oh, 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 no, 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 really, no. Because literally, I've just been listening to, to the album like all. I literally the whole of two. No, I was I was just listening to it maybe like a few hours ago. So I was listening to the album on the frame back. Yeah, that, that like uh know you wrong but show you right, that little part. I was like, oh that, that must be the internet. It's a good album. <laughs> Hive minds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, no. Very good album. Very but good yeah, album. so we don't have any more questions. This has been a bit of a weird talking tactics, but again, this is like talking tactics after dark. Damn, we're recording this on Tuesday, which is very rare considering, but yeah. So we record the podcast on Mondays, and for the past couple of weeks, there's been games on Mondays or past three weeks because I guess there was an international break. The Premier League has played a game on Monday, so we haven't known exactly what the fantasy football table has looked like. So now that there's no game today, we can kind of go through this table 
I'll, I'll just give you the top five or six. Um, Adam Friedrichowski. Friedrichowski? I, I, you're Polish. I can't pronounce them Polish names that way. But the Adam, he's winning with a 435 points. Um, Oscar Tanaka has 434. Andrew Bra has 420. Benjamin McAleer has 414. Rob Brown, 403. And Priya Ramesh, you're really good at this fantasy football thing. 402 points. So that's our top six. Um, I'm in the 70s. I think Carl might be in the 60s. It's not good. Half Hope doesn't play because he's scared to lose because he's a chump. Yep. <laughs> no, no, I mean, look, if, if, if I can cheat to win, I'll play. If not, no. Yeah, I mean, it's it's, it's kind of hard to cheat. But, yeah, that's our Fantasy Football League. Remember to update your guys' teams. Is probably no, I don't even know if you can join the league at this point. But, yeah, remember to update your teams in the coming week. Um, yeah, remember to leave five-star reviews on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. We'll read them on the show if they're five stars. Follow us on SoundCloud, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. At Talking Tactics is probably the main one. Um, all the links to that are going to be in the description of the podcast. So, yeah. This is Talking Texas Podcast. Bit of a weird one this week, but it is what it is. Sometimes funny, sometimes serious. Always football. Indeed. We'll see you guys next week. Peace. Sports Social Podcast Network.